0: Welcome to the Thankful Homemaker podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friends. I'm Marcy Farrell from ThankfulHomemaker.com, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. So I'm talking today about setting spiritual priorities for the new year kind of a different topic usually we talk about goals and planning and this is a little little bit different so i am a calendar and a planner lover all right i love lists and making goals and seeking to make the most of my days i'm also aware how easy it is to become overwhelmed miserable and really exhausted when i don't have a good plan in place to make the most of my days but i want to share a system today that i've used for years on planning my spiritual priorities for the year and those of you who follow my written blog have probably maybe read some of these in the past but it has helped me to focus and build my choices in light of biblical priorities and it comes from a great little resource that I, I try to reread every year called shopping for time by Carolyn Mahaney this resource crossed my path um, quite a few years ago now and it's challenged me in the area of spiritual goals for the new year I realized if I didn't plan and spend time in prayer of how I was going to grow spiritually not much growth would take place so for several years now I've spent time planning areas of my spiritual life that I would like to see growth in so Carolyn and her daughter in this book share how to become a shopper of time and they share that it wasn't their idea but it came from scripture so Ephesians 5 15 to 16 says look carefully then how you walk not as unwise but as wise making the best use of time because the days are evil so in ephesians 5 15 to 16 there are two types of people mentioned wise and unwise i don't know about you but i would sure prefer to be wise (laughs) and the next part of the verse tells me how by making the best use of the time so i hope you will desire with me to discern what are good opportunities and good ways to spend our days by being intentional and setting priorities that are truly important so i review my spiritual priorities at the start of a new new year and usually when i say start i'm usually towards the end of december i'm kind of taking a peek because that week for me between christmas and new year's is usually a quieter time and then i like to refer back to them every month to see how i'm progressing And one reason I do this every year is because our lives are made up of changing seasons. So my goals will not look the same from time to time, from year to year, just because of the different seasons I'm in. Ecclesiastes 3 1 tells us there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, right? Our lives are continually changing. I went from a young, stay at home mom with littles to a caregiver to my husband's mom to now a grandma and an empty nester. My priorities look much different from when I was a young mom with littles at home. And the hope is that we'll make wise choices with the use of our time in all the various seasons of life the lord has us in but we need to be intentional in this this quote from carolyn mahaney i like this a lot and i'm going to read it to you she says scripture provides ample evidence that god sets the boundaries for each season god determines when one closes and a new one begins he is in complete charge and sovereignly rules over every season of our lives and his purpose for our lives in each season ultimately cannot be frustrated and quote so our God can be trusted because his plans and purposes for our lives are for our good and for his glory thinking Romans eight twenty-eight, there so we read in the verse earlier the days are evil so that verse we read Ephesians five sixteen, finishes with the reminder of why we are to make the best use of our time because the days are evil right so because the days are evil carolyn gives five tips for becoming good shoppers of our time so we are living lives with eternity in mind she lays it out she says to rise early sit still sit and plan consider people and plan to depend so to quickly summarize the first two tips and they are a podcast in themselves right the hope is for you to see the value in getting up before your family to sit at the Lord's feet before the day gets into full swing and I know there are challenging seasons for this and I feel like I always have to give the reminder it's not a law to do this um, but from years of walking with the Lord I can attest it usually works the best and the next three tips are what i want to focus on as we set spiritual priorities so as we take each spiritual priority that she has listed keep in mind the following three tips in your mind to sit and plan number one number two consider people and number three plan to depend so i've used this method because it works to keep me focused on what is most important it's, to me, it's no different than planning a meal um, or planning um, a vacation or wh- whatever you're doing or planning you know, to have company over. If these are important things to us, we're going to take the time to plan ahead with the hopes that the event will be successful and enjoyable, right? Um, I don't take a retreat day or afternoon as she stated in the book, although that does sound really lovely, doesn't it? But I usually can carve out a few hours to have a cup of coffee, either here in my house um, in quiet or a coffee shop and sit with my Bible, notebook and pen or your computer maybe if you're a bit more techie and after I've gone through my list I simplify it and write a short list under each main category that I'm I'm going to lay all this out with you in a minute but I write a short list under each main category that I'm going to list here in a moment and I keep that in my planner with me so here's the list of seven categories from shopping for a time that Carolyn recommends that we sit and plan in each one of these seven areas number one she has grow in godliness number two she has love my family Number three, she has serve in the church. Number four, she has fellowship with Christians. Number five, she has evangelize non-Christians. Number six, she has attend to my work. And number seven, care for my physical health. And there's a reminder that your category list may look different. You need to determine your spiritual priorities for the season of life you're in. I've kept these same categories she has basically because i'm just not that creative and these seem to work for me but they work beautiful they have at least worked beautiful for me in all seasons and they just look different depending on where i'm at i really take time to pray and sit and evaluate myself in light of each each priority and i ask myself these questions what am i doing well what needs to change where am i weak where do i need to grow so my list so i'm going to share some of the items that are on my list and i encourage you to pick up this little book shopping for time because it's a helpful read it's pretty cheap on kindle too it's a pretty cheap paperback book to physically buy but it's a cheap book on kindle that i really recommend but it's a helpful read to take you through if you're desiring to prioritize your year by spiritual priorities so the first category was grow in godliness so take the time to pray and ask the lord is there a particular area god is calling you to grow in is there an area of sin or temptation in your life you need God's help in overcoming if you determine an area of need take the time to look up Bible verses on this particular topic uh, maybe read a book or ask your husband or friend for some help humility is the first step in overcoming sin and God's grace is enough to help us change so my summarized list I'm going to give you my example on this one my summarized list of grow and godliness would be to read through the Bible in a year with my husband um we haven't chosen a plan yet for next year we've been talking through it i we seem to be leaning towards table talk using their bible reading plan and their devotional but we're not it's not a hundred percent yet but we're finishing up reading it through chronologically this year and this discipline has been great accountability for the two of us to be consistent in our daily reading, and I'm really loving it. This has been a new thing for us. We've done this two years in a row now. Next year will be the start of our third year, and it's kept us consistent with reading, um, staying in God's Word and reading through the Bible in a year. I'm continuing to work through memorizing the book of First Peter. I have the first chapter down in the first few chapters of um, – chapter two so i have a ways to go yet but i want to continue to take time to meditate and study deeper a book or chapter of scripture at a time and continue to deepen my prayer like those are a couple areas that i'm looking at um i haven't detailed those out yet but i will over over the time between christmas and new year's i'll kind of determine what i think that needs to look like and what what book or books i'm thinking of and um those sorts of things and i also have some patterns of sin that i see in my life and i'm continuing to pray and speak god's word over those areas and truly to do battle with them with the help of the lord so that's kind of what my grow and godliness category looks like and then the next section i take and look at to um, sit and work through is to love my family So I pray over each member of my immediate family and my close extended family, and I determine what ways I could point them to Christ. I ask questions to myself like, how can I show love to this particular family member? How can I help them to grow more in their love for the Lord? How can I share Christ with them if they're a family member that is not saved? Um, It may be simple ways by remembering to ask my husband how I can be praying for him and just take time to pray for him on the spot. It may be encouraging my daughter with homemaking resources or articles or just encouraging her in her role as a mom or Christ-focused resources. So this is an area that I'll sit down and list my family members. So I'll list my immediate family and then I will throw into that circle um, other family members like my mom and my husband's dad and my brother. I'll take it outside of our immediate family circle a little bit too. Um, Our next one is serve in the church. And this is a time to ask yourself how you're using your gifts to serve the local church. And an area that I want to continue to get better at is by sending notes and cards to church family throughout the year. I had this one last year and I have a feeling it's going to stay on my list this year because I'm not very good at it yet. So questions to think about yourself are, is there an area of need in your church that you can help with? Can you disciple someone one-to-one? Can you help an elderly couple or widow in your church with visits? There's so many ways to serve in your church and many times seeking your pastor's guidance may be a help to see where you can help. So I always think of um, Galatians 6.1. So then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Our next category is fellowship with Christians so spending time with my brothers and sisters in the faith is an important part of my spiritual growth we grow in our love for each other we bear each other's burdens and we learn better how we can pray for one another on my list this year is to keep it a priority to have our church family over for dinner it's a time when we can spend time with each family and get to know them better and talk about what the lord is doing in their lives and i don't mean everybody in my church over but obviously there's just some core people that you probably connect with a little closer that i would love to um just be intentional in those relationships I think of first john 4 7 there beloved let us love one another for love is from god and whoever loves has been born of god and knows god the next area is evangelize non-christians um, for me i want to be more intentional in bringing up christ with my non-christian friends i also need to be more prayerful and intentional in forming friendships with non-believers i can get pretty relaxed in this we just started a neighborhood bi-monthly gathering and it's been good to develop relationships with those we live near um, the area I live, our homes are a bit far apart, so we have to be intentional in actually seeing our neighbors. Um, I love the question that she gave in the book to this particular area. She said, Who is one person I can develop a friendship with for the purpose of sharing the gospel? Something to pray about there. The next area is attend to my work and carolyn has us ask ourselves this question what is one way i can be more effective or efficient in the work god has called me to do so for me as a wife and mother homemaking is my primary work i do work for my husband's business i keep his books but really the home is my priority always um, and the needs of my family so when i look at the needs in my home at the moment there could be many options that come to mind so i usually limit them to two items I haven't chose those two yet, but in past years, usually my paperwork filing system always needs some major overhauling or our basement storage area is always um, one of those things too that seems to pop up a lot. This particular goal gets updated uh, throughout the year because sometimes I can finish these tasks before the year end, so it just keeps um, getting goals in my home added to it. It may be learning a new skill to be more efficient in a particular area. One that comes to mind for um, us as homemakers is menu planning. It's such a helpful skill. You know, this is like I get on my soapbox for this one. It's a helpful skill for saving time and money and looking to the health needs of our families. So that's one area. Um, If you can't think of any goals, I'm going to throw that one out at you. Menu planning. In Colossians 3.23 is a great reminder. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men okay so our last area here is care for my physical body this is an important area as we need to be healthy to care for our family and there's two verses that carolyn directed us to in this particular section she had us look at first timothy 4 8 for physical training is of some value but godliness has value for all things holding promise for both the present life and the life to come and also first corinthians 6 19. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the holy spirit who is in you whom you have received from god you are not your own so when we keep those two verses in balance the question she has us ask ask ourselves is am i giving too much or too little attention to the care of my physical body so as you ask yourself this question you should be able to determine what actions you need to take to accomplish proper care for your physical health It's easy to fall in one extreme or the other on this one, right? Either thinking too much about the care of our physical bodies or not at all. But as you're thinking this through, think about areas like doctor visits, exercise, eating healthy, drinking more water. My list usually ends up with these three. Exercise more consistently, making healthier eating choices, at least when I have control over those areas at home, because the majority of my meals are eaten at home and I can usually um, make wise choices at home and drink more water okay so i'm just gone through this does this plan look overwhelming well that's not the purpose because you can't change in every area at one time so this is a quote from shopping for time she says what one or two priorities do i want to focus on for the next three to six months and what steps will i take to grow in each area I really, end quote, that was the end. I appreciated this part of the book because we might wonder why there are seven areas when we're only to focus on one or two to change and work on. So usually when we make a list like this, the areas of our lives that need the most change tend to rise up to the top and stand out. I do keep all seven areas, like I said, in my planner, and I also keep them on a little index card in my Bible, and I usually have my two areas that I'm starting, two to three, depending on what they are, highlighted. So I know that those are my top ones that I'm going to work on. So for me, to be a good shopper of time this year, my focus is usually, this is always my top one, is growing in godliness. Because... and that really relates to all the other ones it sort of trickles down right if i'm working on that area of my spiritual walk and for me specifically as i said i haven't sat down but in my mind my prayer life is an area i need to continue to work on to be more consistent in my prayer life with the lord and um also the other category is loving my family um would be one because i do i have an adult child who's unsaved and i want to love him well so that's an area that always is highlighted big to me um, i will take the time to write out steps of what specifically i plan to do to foster growth in these areas and i do keep that whole is handy like i said so when the time or opportunity arises i can see what other areas i can spend time and prayer and planning to work on growing in those areas too As I determine which areas I'm working on first, I do make sure to put them in my daily planner or whatever tool you use to organize your daily life. This step makes the plans a reality for me in my life. And I have another quote from the book here I want to share with you. Caroline says, each season offers only a few best deals. So in order to be successful shoppers of time, we must identify those best deals and buy them up, end quote. So if you're done listening to me and thinking to yourself, when will I possibly have time to sit aside and plan, you're thinking, okay, Marcy, you're in a season when you can do this. Well, I want to tell you ladies that the busyness of life is exactly why we must take the time to sit and plan. Be reminded of the times that Jesus withdrew in prayer as he waited prayerfully for his father's instructions. Luke 5, 15 to 16 says, yet the news about him spread all the more so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed in shopping for time the ladies shared a snippet from a favorite author of mine her name is Jean fleming on the importance of taking a personal retreat and i'm hoping that you'll just get to see the benefit of even taking a few hours retreat all right that's all i'm kind of that's all i'm kind of telling you here because that's all i do with it but i'll tell you if you can get away for a whole day or an overnight what a blessing that would be to get that time to sit and plan and pray So these are Jean's words from an article that appeared in discipleship journal. It was called a personal retreat, a special date with God. I cannot find this article anywhere online. I searched and searched and searched. Um, the link in the book wasn't active anymore. So if any of you readers find it, please share the link with me so I can share it on the show notes. Again, it was, um, Jean Fleming is the author of, and it was, um, a discipleship journal article called a personal retreat, a special date with God. And I'm going to, here's where she starts she says some people tell me they feel uncomfortable with the idea of a personal retreat after all the needs around us are so great the opportunities for service so compelling how do we reconcile taking time away from the heat of the battle when so much needs to be done it is precisely because the needs are so great and life so short that i can take personal retreats retreat is the way to advance i know this is true because of the way jesus lived Life for Jesus was short and busy too. He lived on earth fully aware that the clock was ticking away. Jesus had only three and a half years for public ministry, but this didn't keep him from taking personal retreats. Jesus modeled and taught regular withdrawal into God's presence. The Gospel of Mark, the most action-packed account of the life of Jesus, shows him continually pulling back from opportunities to minister so that he could pray and listen to his Father. His life illustrates the perfect life, one of retreat followed by intense involvement in the world, end quote. Remember, ladies, the needs are great and life is short. May we take time to pause and sit and plan so we can live intentional lives. So what are your spiritual priorities for the new year? I would love you to share with us in the comments over at the blog at thankfulhomemaker.com um i love this quote from elizabeth elliott she says everything that happens to you has come through the hedge of his love and jesus is enough always so friends before i do close out our time i want to take a quick moment since we've been talking about planning spiritual priorities to make mention of a really great planning tool for homemakers it's one many of you are already familiar with and probably use even it's called the homemaker's friend daily planner I know with the calendar ready to turn to 2018, many of us are looking to pick up a planner for the new year. So, if you haven't yet and you're looking for a good one, um, I really would like to re- recommend this planner to you. The creator of Homemaker's Friend Daily Planner, Sue, read a book when she was young um, by Donna Otto. And Donna recommended using a simple daily planner to keep track of duties, appointments, and commitments. She said, It will be your friend for life, she promised. So Sue began her search for a planner that would help her organize her days and duties but she soon realized that her homemaking days did not fit into neat little time slots that many planners offered. So she started designing her own planner pages so she could have a flexible plan. So today the Homemakers Friend Daily Planner is an expertly designed version of those homemade pages of years gone by and it is a beautiful little planner. I love the compact size of it too. It has um a weekly layout it's a two-page spread with entries for each day it has a menu planning and to-do list within each week Uh, it has a monthly calendar it's a two-page month view there's year calendars 2018 and 2019 with place for notations on it there's a perforated shopping list at the back which is really handy there's also a task list and project and event sections and there's also untitled pages for you to customize for your own duties and ideas And information there's short-term information that's relevant to 2018 there's an area in it it also comes with free menu planning worksheets to download and my favorite thing to mention is the cost it is the most affordable and wonderfully designed planner on the market for busy mamas so if you don't have a planner yet this one will help you to balance your homemaking responsibilities and create a realistic schedule that works and if you plan your spiritual priorities you'll have a section to put them in there too at the back so you can get all the details at homemakersdepot.com and I'll put the link in the show notes too for that so my friends thank you so much for spending a bit of your day here with me today you can find the show notes from this podcast at thankfulhomemaker.com my little home on the web Um, and if you enjoyed this podcast again please tell your friends and leave a review or at very least rate the show wherever you listen to podcasts so others can find it too Um, just look forward to being here with you all next week have a blessed week friends